Shabbos. Talk a little bit about the Indian from Shemitah and the beginning of Parshas Bechu Kaisai. Pasuk starts the Parsha Shemitah Bahar Sinai. So Rashi brings down the famous Torah's Kahanim. Why did it start off with Bahar Sinai? Rashi brings down Torah's Kahanim that it's coming to be Makish, it's coming to, to teach us like a Binyanah from Shemitah. Ma Shemitah Nemru Kloloisein and Pchotoisein Misinai. Av Kol Nemru Kloloisein and Pchotoisein Misinai. That's Adkan Divri Rashi from the Torah's Kahanim. So obviously, this is what all the Achorinim are bothered with, is that the Torah's Kahanim didn't answer the question. Torah's Kahanim asked, why was Shemitah singled out? It's almost, it's almost, after you have the Torah's Kahanim, you have a bigger kasha than you had before. Before the Torah's Kahanim, fine. You have a question why Hal Sinai was mentioned here. Torah's Kahanim is saying, we'll give you the Hezbollah, why Sinai was You know what? To tell you that just like Sinai, close and what they say, and so too call it That means the Torah's Kahanim is saying Sinai is different. The Torah's Kahanim is, is, is underscoring the question. The question was, why was Sinai singled out? Could have said it's Lavdafke. You can think of reasons why. Toskan says no. Sinai teaches you that the whole Torah is just as Choshev as Shemitah. Just like Shemitah was said by Sinai, so too the whole Torah. That means for some reason, there's a Pshitusa. There's a simple assumption that Shemitah is connected to Al Sinai, more than the rest of the Torah. And therefore it's used as a dogma. It's used as an example that, Shemit, that just like Shemitah is B'Sinai, the whole Torah is B'Sinai. So what I'm trying to tell you is that the Torah's Kahanim really underscores the question that we now have to further understand what's special about Mitzvah of Shemitah. And this is not just found Lagabi Shemitah over here in, the, in Sinai. As you go on in the next parasha, Parsha's Pachukosai, the whole Tachacha and all of the tragedies that are related to the Techacha are all circulating around the Shemitah and the Yovels. And this is not Stam the Psukim, but Chazal explain it that way. Chazal say that Pavoin Shemitah the Yovels is Golos Poloil. Golos Poloil. It's not just that. If you look at the Loshan Apsukim, it says, Oz So Chazal, the way Chazal explain it, is that the earth, the earth is Teveya, the earth as though is, is demanding from us that we pay back the Shemitah that we didn't do. It's like the earth has a time. What does that mean? That the earth has a time? The earth is a baldin. What happened to my Shemitah? If anything, one could argue and say that uh, Shemitah is vakat. It's not giving the earth an opportunity to grow. 
Okay, there's a Rambam and the Bar Nevuchim, which we'll get to maybe would, would, would give a little clarification to that idea. But, but again, it seems that that's, that's what's boiled from here. You have to know what that is. Additionally, the Achreinim ask, what's the connection from Loisoinu and Ribis? All of that seems to be connected right to the parasha of Shemitah the Yevlis. What's the connection between those? What's, what's, what's the Shaykhs? Parashas B'chuk starts with the mitzvah of Amelus Pater. Again, the Pshutei Shul Mikra is not talking about Amelus Pater. Pshutei Shul Mikra is talking about Tzchukim, B'chuk but Rashi brings on the Chazal that Shmir Samitzvah's Amor, because it already says that it says Bechukhoisai Tishmaru. So what does Bechukhoisai Tilechu mean? Shatiyu Amelam Bater. Frek the Velt, everybody has this Kasha. Forgetting the question of why is Torah used as Amelus Bater, as the Akdoma to the Parasha, forgetting that. Why in the world is that a Choyk? What is a Choyk? About Amelus Pater. Amelus Pater is the most logical thing. Who, who would dream that you could have a Kenyan in something like Torah without Amelus? Who would think that they could become a doctor without Schwitzing through medical school? Forget Chochmalikus, forget the Torah Akdashin. Right? I'm talking about any intellectual pursuit needs amelus. It's out of base. It is the most logical thing. It's the most logical thing. Okay, Yeshiva Bach with a regent, Nishtazai for amelus. It's true. But that's because the, um, the, the regents were not designed for Yeshiva Bach. They were not designed for people that are Omo Batea. They were designed for more below average to average. And the Mela, Yeshiva Bachu with very, very little Amelus during Chodesh Tamuz, from Rishchodesh to, to, to Vav Tamuz, crunches in the, the regions. But any, everybody understands any Dover Chom or anything difficult needs Amelus. Can't accomplish that. So what's the Chaik? should say, in Beteroise, in Beteroise, Tamlu. It's not a choyk. It's not a choyk b'chalal. So there's something deeper going on here. What, 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 what is the Rekudit? There is a famous Chavetz Chaim. I'm going to give you a little bit of a different pirush than the Chavetz Chaim, but it's Kedai to chazar over what the Chavetz Chaim says. Chavetz Chaim says that when you finish a Mesichter, so you say, Anu ha-meilum vehem ha-meilum. Anu ha-meilum v'chamusachor. Ve'elum v'leinum v'chamusachor. Ask the Chavetz Chaim. Where in the world do you not see reward for Amelus? You always get reward for Amelus. <laughs> Any guy that puts his, puts, his, puts his sweat into something, he gets rewarded for it. What's the Chiddush? Chavetz Chaim says a famous idea. He says that by Torah, you get reward for Amelus even if you don't come out with the Pshat. If you hire a tailor, and the guy schwitzes and schwitzes, well, he, doesn't, he doesn't create a suit. He doesn't get paid. Okay? If a contractor schwitzes in Hawaii and then the earth opens up and swallows up the, the Gansa binion, he doesn't get paid for the binion that he, that, he, that, didn't, that he didn't produce. 
Zokta Chavetz Chaim, Torah's Nitazay. Onu Amelim Umekabum Sochar, we get Schar for Amelus. It always bothered me, this Chavetz Chaim, this, this idea that the Chavetz Chaim is saying, from the fact that Chazal teaches us the opposite. Yogati Veloy Motsosi Al Taimen. There is no such a thing. Every Amelus Patera bears fruit. Yogati Veloy Motsosi Al Taimen. So you have to know Pshat in that Chofetz Chaim. Because L'Chor Chazal telling us not that way. That it doesn't work like that. I'm trying to give you a little bit of a Havon in that as well. And how it connects to the to Bechul Koyesai. Which really connects to Shemitah of this week's parish. The Sefer HaChinuch says a fascinating thing of the Indian of Shemitah. The Klayoko brings a Rambam, probably from the most difficult Rambams in the Moran of Uchim. And the Moran of Uchim is not an easy Sefer. But the Moran of Uchim seems to simplify Shemitah. He says, Shemitah is to give the earth a break. Shemitah is give the earth a break. The earth needs a break. Everybody needs a break. The earth needs a break also. That's the reason why the why the uh, why there's a mitzvah of Shemitah. Ask the Klayoko. What do you mean? There's a mitzvah of Shemitah because the earth needs a break. First of all, forgetting that it's degrading the whole mitzvah of Shemitah. Forgetting that. He says, why is there an oinish for Shemitah? The oinish is that the earth gets weak. Meaning, the whole thing is for the economics. That the, that the earth should be productive. No, so the oinish so the the is built into itself. Basically, Rambam is saying, the land is not going to produce well without a break. That's the sim- simple reading of the Rambam. So Gozra Chachmah say that we should have something that works for the economics. Fine, and if, you, and if you go against it, so you'll suffer the consequences of the economic losses. As I frack the Klayoko on the Rambam and Moran of he doesn't understand the, the burning punishment for Shemitah when in fact... It's, it's built into the economics, according to the Rambam. So the punishment should be felt, basically, just by the fact that it doesn't produce. So here's what I want to tell you, I think, is one of the Nekudas Chashuvas. The Ramban makes an analogy between Shabbos and Shemitah, which we'll get to the Sefer HaChinuch. The Ramban says that Shabbos is Kenegah the Sheishis Yimei Breishis, that's the every day, every week, every cycle that we have from Sunday through Friday, and then Shabbos Kodesh, it's all basically reliving Maisei Breishis. And the Ramban says, and Shemitah is a zecher for Yemois Olam. It's like a Shabbos for the for the for the all the days of the world. In other words, it's almost like a a continuing Shabbos process. In other words, the Shabbos that we have weekly. That's a commemoration from what was. And the Shemitah is sort of a projection for Yemoyseh. The Amos, I'll show you that I believe that the Sefer HaChinuch is saying that as well. The Sefer HaChinuch 
talks about what is the Indian of Shemitah. Shoshah Mitzvah here, Mitzvah Peydalad. Says the Sefer HaChinuch to follow it. Mishoshah Mitzvah, number one he says, to entrench in our minds, in our understanding, meaning, the reason why the, why the Seif HaChinuch uses this, this strong language, right? He means to say, which is many of the Achronim talk about this, what is Shemitah on top of what we already have Shabbos. We have Shabbos. What do we need Shemitah for? It sounds like redundancy. Every single week we have a Zechel, a Maish Gracious. What do we need the year of Shemitah for? What's the Tachlis of the year of Shemitah? What, what, what does it add? So the Seyed Vachinach saying, it adds. It's Metzayir Etzir Chozok. It's a stronger, it's more impacting than Shabbos is. We'll see why. Why is it more impacting? This is more impacting than Shabbos. That's number one. He says, It's to uproot the Kaifram. The, the what the Kaifram will do, who deny, who deny the Rabbani Shalom. That's reason number one. Reason number two, he basically gives three reasons. He says, reason number two, This is what I was giving shit to the Balabatim last night. I told them, Vatranus, to be a giving person, to be a giver. That's the Chassam Seifer, the Chassam Seifer talk about that. Somebody, if every six years of collecting for yourself, all of a sudden you spend the whole year of just giving. You know, people feel sometimes at night, one Meshulah comes, another Meshulah comes. Sometimes people tell me, I'm burnt out. Right? I'm burnt out. I always tell him, how should he feel? How should the guy knocking on your door feel? It's just one door. You're just one of the doors that he's knocking on every night. You're burnt out. You're burnt out what? By having the blessing that Hashem gave you, that you could give somebody? You're burnt out. I think that whole sprach is chazatrev. It's, it, 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 it's almost, you're not thinking what you're saying. It's, 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 it's vicious. It's vicious. You're, you're, you're sitting in your beautiful, in your palace. The guy's knocking on your door because he's never in the street or, or, or whatever his massive of life is. And then the bell rings again and you have to get up from your leather couch and schlep to the door, walk through your central air-conditioned home to open your big 10-foot door. And you're burnt out of that. Right? You're burnt out of doing that. I just the reason why I'm saying that, I just told this to somebody this week who, who told me I can he told me this. He said, I'm just burnt out of giving. Burnt out of these people coming to it's one thing somebody says, you know what? I don't have any money left. Okay, that's that I hear. That's not vicious. That's not vicious. He says I'm burnt out of dealing with the Shalachim. <laughs> You're burnt out. What should they feel like? So he says, the Chinuch says, it's to be kinder in the mid of Atronus. To have a whole year of giving. A whole year where your house is opened. It, 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 it makes an impact on you. And then he ends, 
אחר, שנמצא בהודם שיוסף ביטוחון בשם ברוך הוא. He will get new chizik to have bitochon in the Rabbani Yisrael. Now isn't that reason number one? Reason number one is emun. I mean, we always put emun and bitochon together. Isn't emun and bitochon one thing? Chofetz Chaim put out a sefer called emun and bitochon. Isn't bitochon just a, a chilek of your emunah? Isn't that all it is? But it doesn't seem that's all it is. doesn't seem that that's all it is. It seems that Pitochen is something special. Pitochen is something... It's a new thing. Pitochen is not regular. If you look in the davening, you go through the whole Ava Rabo. It's a brochan Torah. It's actually a brochan Torah. Go through the whole Ava Rabo. And then you say, And what do you say? It's all based on Pitochen. You say Allah Tadikim Valachsidim Valzikne Shekhus Amchopes Israel Valpleta Sefrem. You're talking about the greatest people in Klal Israel of all ages. And what do we say in that Brocha? Pitochen. That's what we say in that Brocha as well. Pitochen is everything. What is Pitochen? It's Pitochen different than Emunah. So here's what I want to share with you. Bar Kokhva, the famous Bar Kokhva, who was clearly a great man, anybody who thinks Bar Kokhva was, was, was a slouch, is, 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 is the b- biggest fool. Anybody who thinks that Bar Kokhva wasn't a maimon, is an idiot. Rebbe Kiva, who was Doirish Kisrei Oseus, more than Moshe Rabbeinu, Said on Barakhva, Ato Malka the Mashiach. So if Rebekiva, the Tana Lika Eliki, the Tana Rebekiva, could have erroneously mistaken Barakhva for Mashiach, it means he was from the greatest man in history. There weren't too many people that got confused with Mashiach. Yanke Levina, when he saw Shimshon, says in the Medrash Chabah, Hashem showed him all the news, he saw Shimshon, he said, oh, that must be the Melech HaMashiach. He saw a great man like Shimshon, with unbelievable koiches, an unbelievable, unbelievable person, he was done as, done as he saw, he said the same thing. There are probably a handful of people in history from the time of Brias Oilam till today, that could have gotten confused, onto Malka the Mashiach, And this is Rabbi Kiva talking. This is not Stam, a bunch of Hever beside it. This is Rabbi Kiva. But then you go through the Medrash Rabbi and Eicha. And you go through the Yerushalmi in the last parak of Meseches Tainis. And you, you, you really start scratching your head. You start scratching your head. What is going on here? Because I'll just tell you what Chazal tells us about Bar Kochva. Bar Kochva's Mapolo was that when he went out to war, and the way I'm telling you, the way I'm reading the Yerushalmi, each one of you is going to erroneously think that you're on a bigger Madriga than Bar Kochva. But I'm going to disappoint you. You're not. And Rabbi Kiva wouldn't have gotten disappointed with any of us that we're Mashiach. I don't want to insult anybody in this room. 
he got confused with Bar Kochva. But I'll tell you what the Yerushalmi says. I'll tell you the words of the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says that Bar Kochva was an unbelievable, powerful person. He had an unbelievable army, a ferocious army. Right? And what did he say? He said, when he went out to war, he turned to Hashem. He said, Don't, you don't have to help us. You don't have to help us. But don't work against us. You know, keep it neutral. We'll take care of it. Basically, no thank you. Not Pesiyat Not just he didn't say Pesiyat He said Shaloi Pesiyat Now you tell me, is there anybody you know that you have any relationship with? That if they would tell you such a thing, not about going out to war, if they would tell you that going into the city, Shaloi Pesiyat you tell the guy, you're an Apikaris! Every every letter is headed by Bisiyat Nishmaya Bas Hashem. Who doesn't say Bisiyat Nishmaya? And if you don't say it, you mean it. What's the question? So Bar Kochva, the one who was interchanged with the Melech Hamashiach by Tana Lakira Bakiva, he tells Hashem, Hashem, it's okay. No thank you. Don't help us. We don't need the help. It's okay. Thank you. What's going on here? It's Magafi Sigur. This Yerushalmi to me always, from the very first time I learned it, was enlightening. Because it gave me a new understanding what Bitochen is. What's meant as Avada, anybody who thinks that Bar for thought that Hashem is not behind all of his power and all of his victories, all of his strategies, is a nar. You're a fool. Chas v'shalom if you would think that way. Bitochen means total trust that whatever happens is from HaKadosh Baruch and your actions are not impacting that at all your actions are not impacting it's true Hashem created a world that He requires that Hashem requires that you do He requires that we should do he requires that we should get a job. He requires that we should work. After the Chet of Odom Arishan, there's a world out there. And B'zeyes HaPech HaToych HaLechem. Azayet HaRabbein But that is no different than if there was somebody in that room over there giving out $150,000 a year. And in that room, and there was a whole bunch of codes, you know, like they have these escape rooms where you got to go in and figure out how to get out. There was a whole bunch of codes to get into the room. 
You have to spend like 20 hours to get into the room and then you get your $150,000 and you go home. Hashem said, listen, after the Chet of Adam Arishan, I'm not giving out freebies. You got to do something. But the Rebbeinu Shalala, your action, Misha Omar, L'Shem and Shiyadlik, Yem Elochayim and Shiyadlik. That's a very difficult thing to internalize. It's very difficult to internalize. It's a very difficult concept to internalize. Because we're living in a world, and that's what many of the Rishayim explain in the Chayvus Halvavus, explains this Barichus, that Hishtadlus is one of the biggest Nesayinists we have in life. Because Hashem could have created a world where there were no codes. You go to the room and everybody has a, a paycheck. Whatever your paycheck is. Mr. Mayerfeld, Rudinsky, Grossman, everybody got their check waiting in the room there. Different checks. But everybody got a different check. You go when you get... Then nobody would be foolish enough to think, oh, it's my, it's my walking in there that did it. <laughs> There's a check. It's printed out check for you. Here's the check. Right? It would be easy. Bitochen is an Isoyen. Uh, why? Because Hishtadlus was attached to it. Basically, Hishtadlus created a confusion. Hishtadlus is very confusing. Because if I don't do anything, Hashem says, then, So the Hishtadlus now makes me feel Oh, it's Shabbos. So it's not. Bar Kochva's mistake wasn't that he didn't think his Kochis comes from the Rabbi Shalom. But he thought that Hashem gave him Kochis. And his victory is in direct correlation with those Kochis that Hashem gave him. Rahman al-Islam, we have an army. In Eretz Yisrael, Christ have an army. The Abish gave that army tremendous yad to the Shemaya. Right? But Chas Visholem, they should think it's not the yad to the Shemaya. Chas Visholem. I got very nervous when the defense minister got up yesterday by the Golan Heights and he was talking about the, 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 the rockets that were coming in and then they got back from the Israeli side, they got back Hishtapchus, a Koisat back on the other side. It wasn't a tit for tat. It was a lot more from the Israeli side, Baruch Hashem going in, in the, to the Syrian side. They shot a bunch of rockets, at 16 out of 20 landed in Syria. And four got knocked down by the Iron Dome. Yeah? So, they're not collecting any medals of honor for their, uh, for their strategies. The Israeli army shot them, they brought in their plane. Right? And then they send out afterwards all the video clips to show you how they bombed and what they did. The defense minister got up, he said, for every drop of water that they're going to throw our way, they're going to get a flood. A marble. They're going to get a marble. The danger is that we should look and say, we have F-16s. We have the Iron Dome. We. It's even dangerous for somebody to say, 
Baruch Hashem, we have the Iron Dome. That's what Bar-Kochva said. Bar-Kochva said, Baruch Hashem, there's a Bar-Kochva. Hashem created a Bar-Kochva. A brilliant strategist. Baruch Hashem. Hashem gave me an unbelievably powerful army. But I could wipe these enemies out. He understood that the Barsham gave him those kaiches. But the victories are his own. But it's not that way. Him going out to war is a puppet show. The victory is coming from HaKadosh Baruch. That was his mistake. He said, You don't have to do anything extra. You already blessed me enough. Thank you for blessing me with such an army. Thank you for giving me so much power. Avadi thanked the Rabbani Shalom. But, but he held. Okay. And now, now with our Ishtadlus, now with the Ishtadlus of such a powerful army, with all our F-16s, with our Iron Domes, we're okay. Rabbani Shalom, we don't need any more F-16s. That's really what he was saying. Rabbi Shalom, we have enough F-16s. We have enough tanks. We have enough soldiers. Thank you, Rabbi Shalom. That was the mistake. That was the mapol. So long that in your mind, you look at your accomplishments in life, as direct, directly correlated with your efforts, then your bitochen is not there. And in every step of the way, there's this is going on in life. From the smallest move to the biggest move. Every now and then, you hear people say, and it gets me nervous when they say, wow, that was so bashert. Psh, dear eyes, wow, that's unbelievable. That's not unbelievable. Everything is unbelievable. It's either everything is unbelievable or nothing's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable means That's not unbelievable. And that's what Chanini Badoisa told his daughter. It's all Maiseh Hashem. And that is the biggest challenge. Believing in Sheshis and Ebreshis, one could do that without having any bitach. They could believe Hashem created the world. They could believe 100% everything you're looking at comes from Hashem. They could believe that everything got its koiches from the Rabbani Shalom. But they could still believe that it's their efforts that are bearing the fruit. Shemitah is an unbelievable mitzvah. Shemitah tells you it's not you. Shemitah tells you the same productivity, the same understanding that we have in the economics for the six years, the seventh year is the same. Shabbos Lashem. And don't worry. So Shemitah is Megala that the six years that we have is also a Shemitah. Which is precisely why the Torah begins Vishav Zohar at Shabbos Lashem before it says Shei Shalem Tizra. 
That's not the order. First it's Sheishonim Tizra, then there's Shemitah. But look at the Pesukim. Starts off. Shavzar at Shabbos Lashem. Sheishonim Tizra, then Bashviyas. Because the Shavzar at Shabbos Lashem is that through the mitzvah of Shemitah we come to a Havana. We come to an understanding that that work that we do for the six years is nothing more than a Maizekoyv. It's all Hashem. It's the same produce we're getting that we get by the Shemitah here. Nothing is different. That's the pshat, that Shabbos that we have normally, Bereshis, is a very good reflection backwards. But Shemitah is a, ref- is a projection. Shemitah is, is, a, is a superimposed Shabbos. Because Shabbos could still, you could still be bakoch for with a Shabbos. You could still say Baruch Hashem and have a Shabbos. But it's a whole new level. It's a whole new level. The Emes is, I'm going to go into Polina the next week because it's weight going to go way out of hand if I start going in that direction. But one thing I will add on. There's a certain musag by people, it's called business. Meaning, for business you're allowed to do certain things. That's business. It's the way people do run a business. A little drain, a little this, a little that. It's, it's the only way to do it. And I, again, what I hear is only the tip of the iceberg. Because when people talk to me, and then my Talmudim, or my Balabatim, so they're obviously on guard. You don't talk to your Rav and tell them what you're really thinking. But I hear this from my Balabatim. So I'm not hearing what's in their head. Right? I hear this from people. Listen, you know, Rav, sometimes <laughs> you can't run a business being 100% straight. I'm not a criminal. A couple of days ago, Mama Shatzadik sent me a text, Shaila. He was taking out a loan. It's a very big loan. And he had an option to either get a, a business loan or whatever with very high interest or he was able to get from uh, somebody he knew who was ready to give it to him at a very small interest rate. Very low interest rate. A couple of percent. With a had to risk it. I was more than that this guy could have just done like a lot of people, they call me, they ask me for a had to risk. I give them a had to risk it. Had to risk is mutter. But this guy knew they had to risk it. It's, it's a had to it's not so partial. So he asked me, is it just as good to use a head to risk and not. Otherwise, he's going to take the high interest business loan. And I was misspoiled. Because this was a Tamil Chacham, an educated person. He knew a head to risk is okay. But he also knew there's some Shilas. And he, to him it was... So where does that guy get his Koyach? To be able to ask that Shaila? Where does that guy? You know my favorite story? When I say favorite, I don't mean I'm happy about it. It's a favorite story because it brings out this point. I'm not happy about it. Last cycle, I mean, not this past cycle, seven years ago, over seven years ago, when they got to Ezeu Neshech, so that good they made a big, you know, national, national shiurim all over on the Indian of Ribbis, which they do very nice to, to, to basically capture so many Yidna learning the same Indian. So they asked me in our shul to run a program for the community. 
So I gave a shir on Anyone Ribbis. And I went through many, many shilas where people don't realize you could have Ribbis shilas. You're running a business. Many, many shilas of Ribbis. Late payments, late fees, service fees, all kinds of shilas. Where I take out a, where I use you as a co-signer and, and, and am I borrowing it from you? Am I borrowing it from the bank? Credit card? There's countless shilas. So after the shir, a guy comes over to me, not from my shoe. From some some the Porter Muncie community comes over me. He says, "Rabbi, I have a shaila based on what you said. I think I have a ribis question in my business." And he explains to me what he does to his customer. The whole thing that he was doing, the way he was billing his customer, in my opinion, was Geneva's das. So I told him, "Listen, it's not a ribis shaila, but it's Geneva." He said, "I'm not asking you about Geneva. I'm asking you about ribis." He said it straight like that. The way I'm talking to you now. I'm not asking about Geneva. Because in Geneva, I'll, don't worry about my Geneva. I'm not on ribbons. I'm not on a vac ribbons. Guess all the rest, but that's okay. That's okay. Now, where does such a infected mindset come from? Where does such an infected mindset come from? The embassy is, it's not so infected. It's natural. If you're living with your life every day looking at it like, if I make this move, I make this much money. If I make this move, I make a little more money. If I make this move, I make a little more money. It's not shaykh to be Ayman bin Isayim. It's not shaykh. Like the marshal says, the shaykh had loy sikach, he says, your whole life the Yetzirah is giving you shaykh. Bribes. I mean, in, in secular law, I don't know how they deal with it. They'll, they'll, if, 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 if somebody gives a judge $10, it's a bribe. If somebody pays off a witness $10, it's a bribe. But a federal prosecutor could take Chaim Yankel, indict him, and then make a deal with him, a, a, a plea bargain, that if you say hate this about him, then you're off the hook. That's not true. That wouldn't work according to our terror accusation. I don't, I don't understand the system, I'll be honest with you. Maybe some lawyer could explain to me. I don't understand the system. $10 is a bribe, but a plea bargain is kosher mahadlam and a mahadlam. Maybe somebody could explain that to me. But that's, the, that's, that's a crooked system. So the the Maharsha says, your whole life the Yitzhah is giving you shaykhat. Every business deal you make, every time you deal with something, you're getting shaykhat. You're getting shaykhat. And, 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 and shaykhat means that your, your hishtadlus is the shaykhat. Uh, do a little bit of this, make a little dre, you'll make more money. Do this, you'll do a little better here. Try to hop another $10 from the guy. A shtickle or no. Salesman. Cover it up. I was just telling the Balabatim. If you want to know how a Jew sells something, go, you should have watched my father sell his used cars. I grew up in the house with my father, the way my father sold his used cars. And I, my father gave me the job to sell it. And it was impossible to sell for my father. Because if I would have sold the car, I could have sold it. But my father would be standing next to me. So I would tell the person all the miles of the car. And my father would be standing here telling the person all the chesrindness of the car. 
And then when they're finally ready to buy, because by the time the Rudinsky sold a used car, for Shtetzach, it wasn't exactly a Kavaldika car. It was already on, you know, if it was an eight-cylinder, it was running on three, four-cylinders. It wasn't running, clearly wasn't going B'cholkoich. I'm sure I may remember our cars. But it wasn't. By the time we decided to get rid of a car, it means it was, but still there are people looking for junk. Chas v'shalom, I never, I never told somebody something false. But my father would tell the customer any problem he ever had with the car. The car used to have an electrical short. Does it still have one? You never know. It was fixed, but you know, shorts, they could come back again. This is my father. And I'm standing there going, and you want me to sell your car for you? Baruch Hashem, I'd keep it off. I didn't say anything. My father would say, you sell the car. Like Bakalva said. What are you doing to me? I told Oilam we had a car, he was selling it, it was a 1970 Dodge Challenger. It was sitting on the front lawn for who knows, for four months. My mother was already getting nervous from it with a big sign for sale with all kinds of things. Finally, there was a young kid, a public school, high school kid, was ready to buy the car. After we told him all the Milas, all the Chisrainis, everything. My father walks out and he tells him, the car used to have an exhaust smell. That was before we fixed the exhaust system. It has a hole in the trunk where the exhaust smell came in when the system wasn't fixed. I told him, Dad, he already saw the hole in the trunk. He knows about the hole in the trunk. And we have a new exhaust system. This is not coming in anymore. Yeah, I just want to make sure he knows. Three years ago, the fumes came in the car. It was terrible. The guy said, forget it. He walked away. That's why my father's cars always end up with Teplitz. Teplitz was the junkyard. We tried to sell it for four or five months. And after four or five months of not selling it, because I would try to sell it and my father would cancel the sale, so it ended up in the junkyard. I think all my father's cars ended up in Teplitz. That was always the Malachi. At one point I told him, Dad, just send it to Teplitz. First half my game, but the Ishtadlis through me, right, I'll try to sell and you'll cancel the sale. Let's go straight to Teplitz. So how did my father reach such a madrege? Because my father didn't look at it like his money comes from the Dodge Challenger. He's going to have the same money if he has the 350 from the challenge. This is all a toitzah of Parsha Shemitah V'yavl. Because Parsha Shemitah V'yavl and that's what the Sefer Chinuch means. Lechazek tzir chazok b'sichweinu. That what we do plays no role. Yes, we have to make ishtadlis, but the what comes comes straight from Hakadosh Baruch, and it isn't an outcome of our actions. That's not what it is. So we should all try to internalize. Pasha Shemitah V'yevel will be zeichet to the Kaval Dixiyat HaDishmaya.